Hi everyone, and welcome to the Kintsugi Man podcast, where we embrace our imperfections, our brokenness, our flaws, our scars, and by acknowledging them, we drive towards the good. I'm David, and I would like you to stick around today and over the coming weeks, months, and years to be part of something meaningful and helpful and authentic. Kintsugi is an ancient Japanese practice that beautifies broken pottery, like a favorite cup or a plate. However, sometimes people crack too. We may even break. But obviously, we cannot and ought not throw ourselves away when this happens. Instead, we can learn to look at ourselves and our lives and relish the blemishes and then turn these scars into art, something with meaning and power and purpose. There are times when it won't be easy. It won't be pretty. It won't be sophisticated or elegant. But we have to take aim at what lies on the other side of our pain and our suffering, our fears, and we keep going. Winston Churchill once said, if you're going through hell, keep going. And that is what we will do. From me, David, you can expect to hear and feel and be party to some emotions, some darkness, some light, some tears, but laughter too, and hopefully some inspiration along the way. I come from a place of knowing that I'm flawed, and I have a lot to learn, but also believing that I can be of help to someone out there. Kintsugi, or gold splicing, is a physical manifestation of resilience. Instead of discarding marred vessels, practitioners of the art repair broken items with a golden adhesive that enhances the brake lines, making the pieces unique. They call attention to the lines made by time and rough use. They aren't a source of shame. This practice, also known as Kinsakuro, which literally means gold mending, emphasizes the beauty and utility of breaks and imperfections. It turns a negative into a plus. Similarly, the Kintsugi Man podcast aims to look at the human in the same way. Grey hair, fat thighs, weird nose, pointy ears, wrinkles, stretch marks saggy bum, and that's just a few of mine. But all of these are mine. They tell my story. They have meaning. They have history. They're real and authentic. And in some sense, they have a power and a beauty, but a utility too. I can sit back and look and reflect on the scars that I have, the physical scars, the mental scars, the emotional scars, who I am today. And I can go right back, almost to the beginning, 51 years ago. I heard the phrase, a beautiful mess, a while ago. And that's what it is. You have to view it in this way, or you'll just spiral further and further down into the darkness. At this point, we should touch on darkness. More often than not, We are not prepared to go into this space. 
But there is a lot of power in there, as long as you don't get sucked into it, like a deer in the headlights of a truck, or when Mowgli looks into the eyes of Car in the Jungle Book movie. You should use the darkness as a jolt, a shock, a taste of bad medicine to get you moving back towards the light. This can be difficult. Humans, throughout history, have gone to some very deep, dark places. But you should not push this away and try to pretend it's not there. Rather, you should look it straight in the eye and take it on face to face. It really is the only way. Don't go around whatever scares you. Go through it. We will come back to this subject another time and dig deeper. But let's get back to Kintsugi. You probably don't expect other people to be perfect, right? You may, in fact, appreciate when people expose their vulnerabilities, show old wounds or admit errors. It's evidence that we are all fallible, that we heal and grow, that we survive blows to the ego, to our reputations or health, and can live to tell the tale. Exposing vulnerabilities by admitting errors creates intimacy and trust in relationships and fosters forgiveness. Still, though we're often relieved when other people are truthful, we're afraid to expose ourselves. That's too bad. Psychologists call this distinction beautiful mess effect. We see other people's honesty about their flaws as positive, but we consider admitting to our own failures much more problematic. According to a study by psychologists at the University of Mannheim in Germany, this tendency stems from the fact that we understand other people's experiences abstractly, yet see our own concretely. We feel the things that happen to us viscerally and physically. What happens to others, however, functions more like an instructive tale, because the pain of failure isn't our own, and the distance gives us perspective. We all understand in theory that bad things happen, but we also feel really bad when, they, when it happens to us, and we condemn ourselves. It's absurd to be embarrassed about missteps and mistakes and failures in our lives, because they happen to everyone, and no experience is wasted. Everything you do, good, bad, and ugly, can serve as a lesson, even if it's one you would never want to repeat again. That is life. But if you're wise, you can use every scrap, patch yourself up, and keep going. That's the essence of resourcefulness. Likewise, the physical evidence of existence that accumulates over time and a life well lived can be a source of pride rather than shame. We don't have to try to look young and flawless, like we're all brand new products manufactured for Instagram. White hair, lined skin, scars, the extra pounds that show your gusto for a good meal. These don't have to be dyed, pulled taut, hidden, and lost. In fact, they might be seen as signs you're doing something right. That you persist, which some philosophers argue is the meaning of life. Our aesthetic judgments based upon perfection and imperfection almost invariably have consequences 
that affect the quality of life, the social and political climate of a society, and the state of the world in which we live. When we expect everything and everyone to be perfect, including ourselves, we not only discount much of what is beautiful, but we create a cruel world where resources are wasted, people's positive qualities are overlooked in favour of their flaws, and our standards become impossibly limiting, restrictive and unhealthy. The Kintsugi approach, instead, makes the most of what already is, highlights the beauty of what we do have, flaws and all, rather than leaving us eternally grasping for more, different, other, better. The experiences you have, and the person you already are, suffice. You may, of course, occasionally chip and break and need repairs, but reality is the best and most abundant material on the planet, available to anyone for free, and we can all use what we already have, including our flaws, to be beautiful. After all, our cracks are what give us character. So that's all I want to say for now, guys. Just a brief introduction to the subject matter. We're not going to be getting into you know, the, the ins and outs of repairing pottery and, and that kind of stuff. This is, we're looking at Kintsugi as a philosophy that we can take and we can apply to our own life. So join me again soon where we'll dig deep and we'll get into some hopefully interesting and useful and value-adding conversations. Okay, guys, take care.